Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host Kirsty, and today I'm joined with another Aussie girl, one of my really close friends, Mim. She is a loves these programs just as much as we are into the housewife universe, although I'm trying to get her into OC because what is she even doing with her life not watching it? And we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. Hey, Mim. Hi. Thanks for joining me. I'm I'm all right. I'm in a world of pain (laughs) over here. My my body's falling apart around me. I have the body of an 85-year-old woman. So I'm like, Um, I've got like my, an ice pack on my neck. I've just taken... Uh, more Panadol and ibuprofen than's probably legally allowed and I'm just like in a world of pain but we'll get through it you've got your bottle of wine by your side so we'll be fine we'll survive that is it all right so I mean first off I think we need to address some very distressing news that came up today and I say news but really I mean alleged news (laughs) Uh, the photograph I think you saw it on my insta so if anybody wants to check it out um that's just at reality tv and me oh it's in my insta story I'll have to publish it um as well anyway it's a photo of Brit and Jax looks like they're packing a car and Brittany looks uh, like she's carrying a baby bump (laughs) It makes me really upset. I'm actually like really anxious for this child's well-being. Well, what did I do? As soon as I saw it on your post, I went, um, excuse me, is, do you think this is true? Because mm. I feel so sorry for that child already and it's not even born yet. I'm like worried about that child. That child is going to be either like the sweetest thing in the whole world or like because it's going to do everything it's opposite to its parents or it's going to just be another sociopath like Jax and (laughs) look mental illness can run in the family so I'm not gonna lie I'm a little nervous um I'm more like honestly I'm disappointed I'm not even mad I'm disappointed it's just uh, oh I mean come on Brit sorry I'm interrupting I'm getting too too excited that's about okay it. that's just I mean that's every show I've ever done is just talking over people <laughs> <laughs> well do you think like she'll be inclined to want to move back to Kentucky and raise her family there I mean I never watched the spin-off with um Britain Jack's take Kentucky or whatever it's called but I as far as I'm aware they don't his family her family doesn't like Jack's um maybe like when he's a baby daddy they'll embrace him but I mean, can you imagine Jack's in Kentucky? I just, I just don't think it's, it would work. I think she would want to. I think that's, you know, like she wants to be a mama and pop out all these little bubbas. And I just think she's chosen the wrong fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Kentucky. I don't know how many like people live there. So I can't imagine there'd be enough women in the world or in Kentucky for Jax to sleep with. Well, exactly. So I think staying in LA would probably be his best option. He's so going he to like... get real bored real fast in Kentucky. Exactly. Oh, Jax is such, like, I just, I mean, he used to be hot. Now he's a bloated mess and he's about 85. And I just cannot, he's, I used to be a Jax apologist for like, four seasons way longer than anybody else and now I'm I honestly I can't give him another ounce of sympathy he's just too old to like keep this charade going he needs to just cool his loins take a nice cold shower and get off tv because it's a painful to watch at this stage (laughs) (laughs) look I rather his episodes so gosh so and in other pregnancy yeah. news, we have Teddy this week coming out on Instagram stories that she is having a baby girl. Now, you had yeah. an opinion on this that I hadn't remembered. Can you remind me what you told me the other night? Well, there was an episode of um, Beverly Hills where she was discussing how hard it was to have a child and that they were doing like IVF and everything and that she was so desperate to have a boy. And right. she was 
And then she felt bad that she wanted a boy so bad. Now, I look, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I just remember her talking about that and she felt bad because I think she had a miscarriage and she was really upset about it and then she had her daughter and it was it was all fine and then she got her son eventually, so she was happy. So I thought it was actually quite funny that in one of the um, uh, oh, I was reading something online and it said it didn't matter what sex it was as long as it was happy and I thought that was funny that she had to point that out. Right. Like prove to everyone that, no, I don't care if it's a boy or a girl, like let's just forget what I said in past seasons <laughs> and I'm happy with just whatever comes out. So I don't know. I thought that was a bit interesting that she had to point that out. But yeah, I don't think anyone else out there is is intuitive as mean to that. But, uh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember that because every time Teddy talks, I literally all I hear is like, more, 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 more. Like I find her the most irritating, boring person on the planet. <laughs> But, and especially when she's talking about, you know, babies, cause this like Teddy plus babies, these are just the two things in life that I can really do without. So look, it's no surprise to me that I don't remember it, but I'm glad that you're um, doing your journalistic best and remembering that from all those, all the, well, it must've been last season. How long has Teddy been around for? Feels no. like a lifetime. <laughs> yes, I think it's been on for two seasons. Yeah. It feels like 10. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I um, do find it funny though because she is an accountability person or whatever. whatever I don't the, even know what that really is. It's a made-up job to make people feel bad about themselves. Uh, oh, I, well, yeah. Sorry, I, now I'm interrupting. Say what you're going to say. I have so much like rage. No, I just it was <laughs> funny. Now she's being accountable of the fact that she said that she really wanted a boy, and then now she's got to point out the fact that you know, yeah. I, I, Without that, I just want a healthy child. So I thought, you know what, she's she's doing her job for herself and being accountable for her actions. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of being an accountability coach, she really annoyed me this, was it this week or last week? She posted something on her Instagram again. It was a, a naked photo of herself. Um, I think she was wearing like maybe underwear and she was in high heels um, and like a little bit, like she's got a little bit of a bump now, but aside from the bump, like, I mean, she's, she's physically very, like she's like, like perfection basically on a platter and she's going, writing all this stuff like, oh, you know, I've learned to accept all my flaws and my stretch marks and my flabby arms and basically listing all of these, um, in inverted commas flaws that like I mean I was I was zooming in on that picture looking for any sign of like even an ingrown hair I'm like girl this photo is is annoyingly perfect it made me so angry it's like that is not um empowering that actually makes people feel worse about themselves fine share it like a naked photo of your baby bump go for it put on your weird weird high heels and, and uh, like show your body if that's what you want to do, but don't claim that you're doing this to support other women. Like you're, you're doing this to show off your tight ass bod and get more, um, followers in your, more clients basically. Like don't, don't gaslight me like that, bitch. <laughs> Am yeah, I reading way I too much it's into that? Like, like I, I just <laughs> rolled my eyes into the back of my head when I saw that photo but so in re- like I mean I don't know am I being too much? Should I just let her do her thing? It, to be honest, it made me want to actually stop following her on Instagram. I See? was like, it's annoying. Like, why do you have to be so annoyingly perfect at pregnant? Why can't you just be eating a, <laughs> a Big Mac and wearing your UGG boots? No, and, she would you know, never. She out with your baby bump. Like, you don't have to be wearing a pair of heels and you know, a Calvin Klein underwear and You know who I with- would love to party with is Fat Teddy. Like, I think she would be a fucking riot. And she's so, like, anxious and controlling of her, of her diet now. It's, like, it's formed her whole identity and it's just so tedious. I don't know. I just, that's not my kind of, I need, I need, I need a little bit more chill factor. 
I feel so mean. We're recording at night and I never record. I never do anything past sundown. And at the moment, um, that's about 5 p.m. So I am pretty much like shops closed once the sun goes down. I don't exercise. I don't clean. I don't I like do nothing. So for me to be recording at 8 p.m., I'm like, I'm in pain with my shoulder because I'm a 90 year old woman and I'm just like the bitch, the bitch is out. The bitch is coming out tonight. (laughs) So I apologize. I'm loving it. (laughs) I think because also I'm talking to you and like the listeners obviously don't know this is the first time you've been on the show and hopefully we'll have you again many times. But we're really close friends and we just talk shit about these people all day or a day. So it just feels too easy to get right down to the, like if you're talking to somebody you've never spoken to before, sometimes you're like, oh, well, maybe they really love, you know, this character or this housewife and you don't want to be too nasty. But with you, I'm like, fuck these bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I feel exactly the same. I've been wanting to be bitchy about these women for so long. And now Until you, I met you and it's just been amazing that well, I can finally let it out. Well, because you're in the same position as me, like we're the only people that we know that in Australia that watch these shows, basically, you know, at least to the obsessive degree that we do. Like these women are our, are our best friends. And so yeah, it's like, I mean, I, our best friends and our worst enemies. Yeah. I just feel like, like sometimes I think I have dreams that I'm I'm catching up with like Lisa Rinner and Teddy and I'm just hanging out with them like going shut up like oh lord yeah no honestly like that's that's the that's the ultimate I mean oh goodness when we were out the other night um at the pub your friend saw me in my little leopard print um top that I was wearing and it's like oh my god you're so trashy you look like Lisa Rinna I'm like that is the biggest compliment anyone's ever given me (laughs) (laughs) oh so good all right well we I want to just mention I know you don't watch Potomac but a lot of my listeners do and I've I boycotted it boycotted it all season but I got into it halfway through and now I'm a convert so sorry I didn't listen to you guys sooner I am on board but they've just finished the reunion episodes and one thing I have to say because Michael Darby who's Ashley's husband and now baby daddy which makes me as upset as Brittany being pregnant with Jax's love child um and 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 the like Okay, again, 8 p.m., I'm a little bit grumpy. Um, the child's name is Dean. Have you ever heard of a baby, a little a little baby called Dean? I don't know. It sounds like an old man name, and it's this tiny little cute little baby. So I, that just blew my mind as well. Oh, my God, I'm so it's nasty. Funny, I actually had a friend back in high school, and it was a girl, and her name was Dean. <laughs> what? What is yeah. happening? It's I like. There was an episode of some show, I don't know what it was, but they were like, um, he was, someone was meeting someone else's baby and the baby's name was Linda. And they were like, Linda, have you ever met a baby named Linda? No, Linda's like the 45 year old receptionist at, you know, the dental clinic. Linda is, Linda is a middle-aged woman with a, a talk to the manager haircut. Linda isn't a baby's name. That's how I feel no. about baby Dean. yeah it just was so odd but anyway Michael um look he has been accused I'm not sure if you've heard this of basically sexual harassment um around the staff the Bravo staff and cast members um basically he just goes around squeezing men's asses generally producers or cameramen um seems to be always the men and he has come out in the final um, third part of the reunion saying, oh, no, it's just like it. <laughs> he's Aussie, right? He's the only Aussie representation we have on all of these shows. So I'm personally offended and I'm wondering about your opinion as well because, of course, you're an Australian as well. 
um, he's come out and said, oh, no, we're just a fun-loving community in Australia. Like, we just like to have fun. And, you know, in sports, you know, we, they, we tap each other on the ass all the time. And, and look, my opinion is, uh, yeah, we are a fun-loving country <clears throat> of alcoholics. And, yes, we, the sportsmen do like <laughs> to slap each other on the asses. But um, it's... But we're talking about sportsmen here, Curse, like sportsmen. Uh, exactly. Not- not men on uh, housewives. <laughs> <laughs> not a house husband. Well, he's not an athlete or anything, is he? Like, he's weedy Maybe. at best. But don't, yeah, you can't use that as, a, that as an excuse at all. And even if you, even if you could, because sports boys, like the AFL boys, Australian Football League, do do that, but that team, those teams are full of misogynistic, sexist players who love a butt squeeze as much as they love a violent rape denial. I'm like, it's not exactly helping your case, buddy. (laughs) Like, worst people to kind of lean on, you know, for support. I'm like, dude, uh, just shut up. Stop talking. So I was totally offended. But, like, he was on about anyway. They would all just, they all probably think that, we're going to go to Australia and then we're just going to get felt up the- <laughs> in the street. Yeah. Oh, we God. don't want that, by the way. Well, unless you're really, really attractive, I might like give a little slap here and there, a, but no. Just a little, <laughs> just a little pat, not a squeeze. There was like, they did a half hour debate over like, was it a pat or was it a squeeze? <laughs> Because a pat apparently is acceptable and a squeeze isn't. I'm like, all right, well, keep that in mind. That part. What was that? I almost feel like that I should just watch that part. Yeah, honestly, just watch the reunion. Like the first and the third episodes of the reunion, you'll be filled in. You don't even need the second, the middle bit. I look. I love a reunion. It's almost my favorite part of the whole season because you get so much dirt comes out, and Andy gets all sassy, and oh, it's so fun. I do love it. All right, let's. We just had this week come out with the um, New Jersey first look. I think it's not out no, until December, so we have. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I read. Um, hopefully, it's sooner. I am so excited. It looks so good. I'm so pumped. How like, good does it lines look? In there, where that? I used a couple of, some lines that uh, Margaret used in there. Okay. On that, I really wanted to like say it to someone today just because <laughs> it was so funny. Like what? Oh, she just like yells out, she's a walking yeast infection. <laughs> Who is she talking about? Like, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, Pretty sure she was talking about Danielle, but look, oh, it could God. be anyone. It could be anyone <laughs> of them, really, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and um, like, um, Teresa is coming back in her bloody form, like oh. season one, Teresa. So, I think it could be a really, really interesting season. But yeah. I just feel like New Jersey, they just fight constantly, anyway. So. It, yeah, honestly, but I'm glad to see that there's new fights because I've been so sick of Teresa and I've just Melissa. Got a, Melissa having the same fight season after season after season. So, and look, that sounds well, like they still do that, but we also get, you know, Marge is basically just fucking over everyone. She's like, fuck this shit. Um, Teresa, yeah, she's she's in top form and she's accused of cheating. Um, she gets schooled by Gia, which, you know, once again, we get to see that the housewives children have more sense than anyone else on the show. It looks <laughs> so good. I am here for it. And this is the show that got you into housewives in the first place, isn't it? percent. And especially with, um, oh, I've forgotten her name, Teresa's best friend and way back in the show. Like back in the day or she's still on the show? Still on the show, I can't even. She's got like the hottest son ever that does all those. Oh um, yeah, um, um, fuck, what's her name? The one that's yes, definitely fucking her ex-husband, but doesn't. Dolores. Oh, yeah. Dolores. Dolores. That's it. Oh my god, 
you know what? If there's an episode with her son in it, I'll just pause that shit on him for about a minute. <laughs> and I'm sorted for the rest of the night. I think Gia is with you on that. She was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. When they were watching him in that, um, I think it might have been a bodybuilding competition or something. And, look, he is a fine specimen indeed. And you know I don't like pretty boys or young boys. I like them old and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> But I will admit he is quite a treat for the eyes. Well, it looks like she takes him on prom, so I wonder how much Teresa paid Dolores for that to happen. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's weird, though, because it's like you'd think they've grown up together. If I think about the, you know, the, the boys in my life that I grew up with, there's so much, like, brothers. I could never even see them as sexual beings, even to this day. But they probably didn't look like him, <laughs> like Frankie Jr. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I, I, there will be some some issues flying. I think uh, Joe Judas brings up the whole fact that Dolores is sleeping with the ex-husband. Do you know what? Why, why is it such a big deal? I don't know why they can't just say yes. Do you know what? When we're not with anyone else, we live together, so we're going to fuck each other. Like, well, what's the big deal? Well, I think it's a problem because even though we never, ever see him or hear about him, Dolores has got a man. Um, I'm not sure if they're still together, but as far as I know, you know all of last season she, ha- she was with this guy. They've been together like a year or two. So it would be a little bit controversial if they were getting it on. But honestly... I am so attracted to Frank Senior. Like, I think he is so hot. And I don't usually like, like, muscly guys. But I just love his attitude. And he's like, do you remember last season he was apologizing to Loris? He's like, yeah, you know, I fucked up. I uh, spent all my money on hookers and blow. (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) And he's like, you know, he's like all remorseful. But I was just like, that is the best sentence I've ever heard. Maybe he was spending a lot of time with Teddy because he was like became accountable for all these actions. He, yes, he was having his accountability <laughs> training. <laughs> and look, they're both into fitness now. It all adds up. Oh, good lord! The only thing I'm nervous about in New Jersey is watching that scene where um, Jackie and I love the addition of Jackie and the other is it Jennifer. I think they're great, um, but Jackie's dad is basically telling her that it was worth it for her to be anorexic, and she's like, I almost died, and he's like, well, look at you now. You look great. It's almost worth it. <sighs> that, like, made look, my I, stomach churn. I work in an area where I deal with mental health patients as well, and um, yesterday I was working with some um, anorexic girls, and I – actually thought of that scene and I'm just thinking how awful it would be for, the, for if you heard that yeah parents to say something like that when they got healthy I'm like oh. that would be if anything that would wouldn't that draw you back to wanting to be an yeah. honestly it would though like I've had eating disorder issues and like if somebody ever made a comment like that I, if I wasn't in a place where I was really like now, if somebody said something like that, I'm 10 years on from my anorexia, I'd be like, you're a dickhead, but I'd still feel self-conscious, but it wouldn't send me back there. Whereas if I had been even five years out of like my recovery and any time before that, it would probably drastically fuck me right up and I might fall back into that place, you know, like that is dangerous. I'm not sure how long she's been healthy for, so hopefully, you know, it doesn't affect her too much. But, like, Dad, what the fuck? Well, hopefully, like, she throws it back at him or says something, but I guess we'll just have to wait for that yeah. episode. But And, like, the whole, um, oh, Joe getting deported, like, oh, it's yeah. going to be... It's going to be a big fucking – look, I didn't know – I didn't think it would get bigger than sending two of our housewives or housewife and house husband to prison. Um, apparently, yeah, it gets heavier. So I'm excited. It's going to be so good. It's going to be epic. And it was also an epic Dallas episode this week. Well, I haven't really – Oh, my 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of, well, we're t- mostly covering this week, but I haven't touched on last week. It's more of the same where Leanne has just lost her damn mind on this Mexico trip. <laughs> I, look, I'm, I must, I have to say, I'm loving um, Carrie. Is it Carrie? Carrie, yeah, the, the new, new girl, yeah. I'm loving her. She is just like, you're a dickhead. Like, and just, she just tells it how it is. And I, and she's, I think she just has gone through so much shit in her past that she just doesn't want to put up with anyone else's shit. Yeah. And she'll just say it. Like, That's kind of the impression I get with her as well. At first, sometimes I think she's too nice and I'm like, oh, maybe she's too nice for the show. But I think that's so true because people that I don't know like Leanne has obviously been through a lot too but like Brittany was saying um like so was she so was everyone like but they just deal with it in different ways and Leanne looks like she's stuck Carrie looks like she's like whatever she's been through she's she's done her work and she's done her healing like she's sat in that fucking sweat lodge you know, day after day until she's cleansed her demons and she's living her best <laughs> fucking life. And, I mean, like, I can aspire to be Carrie one day. <laughs> I keep forgetting um, Brandy's best friend, the, the other Stephanie. blonde one. I, keep, I absolutely am loving Stephanie this season. Yeah. I don't know what it is. She's becoming a lot more vulnerable, I think. Totally, and, yeah. Um really kind of bringing out where she came from and like everything that Leanne was bringing up about, you know, suicide and that it was like, it was pretty full on. Mm -hmm. Like you're out there in Mexico having a ball and then she just has to be so morbid. Like shut up. Have fun. Like Like, these women have got, she doesn't know what Stephanie's gone through and Stephanie, you know, points that out later on in the episode with, um, Brandy yeah. and she and it really cut her and it's just like no one's pulling her up about it but then when you do Leanne goes on a bloody whirlwind and says well fuck but that's how I feel I need to talk about these things well fuck you people deal with things differently yeah. as you were saying yeah before like, they don't have a need to bloody tell the world and tell everyone at the dinner table having some margaritas that oh, I tried to kill myself this many times and my mum abandoned me and, you know. Well, like it's like what Brandy was saying, and excuse me, I think I called her Brittany before. I was just like yeah, been thinking yeah. too much about Brittany's pregnancy. I'm traumatised. But, yeah, I, um, it's like Brandy was saying, you know, she we would be so much more compassionate as viewers and I'm sure those girls would be around her, like rallying around her if – if she spoke about it in a way that allowed her to be vulnerable and and open, which is what Stephanie's doing, she's accepting love and, you know, she's talking to Brandy about her pain and that, you know, hearing about this suicide stuff or even people like, um, talk, like reaching out to her since last season about their own depression, like that's affected her and she's talking about it in a really, really vulnerable way. So she's able to sort of let people help her heal, whereas Leanne is on the defensive all the time. So she has this wall up and she's just like attack, attack, attack. That's her defense mechanism. But she is like almost competitive in her pain, which is which exactly. is very, um, I can, I mean, it's bizarre, but I can understand it in a way. It's like, well, this is why I am the way I am. If you'd been through what I've been through, then you'd be the same. It's like, well okay, but do you want to stay stuck? Like, you look like you're suffering, like your life is suffering, you know. Just that, like Harry mentioned in this episode that um, she's just so angry. Like, that, yeah. that sweat would have been perfect for her to get all this anger out because it's like she's angry at everyone, but she's actually angry at herself and how, how she's probably dealt with everything. Yeah. Like, I'm no psychologist and, you know, I've been through my own shit too, but. Like, it, I think there's a time and a place to have conversations like that and not have a competition with someone. Yeah. And Brandy was, you know, pouring her heart out and saying, I just want to, I don't want to fight anymore. I just want to let it go. But then Leanne just kept biting and biting. It's like, fuck, give yeah, this She pushes. She pushes a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, ugh, it's rough. And-, <laughs> and then when it comes to the way, 
What was then, that? When it doesn't go her way, it all hell breaks loose. Yeah. I did think it was funny when she was <laughs> sitting on the beach and she's like, worst trip ever. And I got a flesh-eating bacteria last time I was in Mexico. <laughs> I know. It was that did crack me up. Like, especially because, um, look, I don't know if any listeners out there have really good friends and you know when your period is or oh. when their period <laughs> is. Like, I asked Kirsty today, like, I, I thought we were really good friends, but I, I don't know when your period is. Can you tell me? So then I know for next time. Just put it in your, uh, in your phone, you know, this, you can have my little schedule in there. So, you know, when I'm ovulating. <laughs> Apparently we're not good friends. No, obviously not. (laughs) So sorry, Leanne. Like, so I suppose if we get on her uh, period schedule, mind you, does she even get it anymore? How old is she? She's sixty-five if a day. (laughs) Surely, at least, at least she'd be in in menopause, like for sure. Well, yeah, she'd be like she's got it. Well, Deandra's just turned fifty. I don't think Leanne's too far behind her. Um, so, I mean, look, if she's not currently in menopause, she's on her way. So, I mean, look, that'll be easier to track once we, once we enter menopause, it'll be easier for uh, Brandy to track Leanne's cycle. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe, maybe it was a trick question. Maybe Brandy should have just said, <laughs> come on, girl. you don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of the downstairs region, uh, we also met the Pube Sisters this week. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I mean, Leanne talking about trying to straighten her pubes. <laughs> I can't cope with these women. Suicide conversation other than you, you maintaining straightening your pubes for, you know, for a night out. Of a night out. <laughs> I went to a yeah, gay bar. Okay, we're going out tomorrow night, but can you give me an extra 10 minutes? i got to just uh, straighten my pubes. Actually, I'm feeling a bit 80s tonight. I might crimp them. Ah, <laughs> oh, got a labia. <laughs> God, that, I do love it though. Now, now they're going to be pube sisters for life. That Leanne is fun though. When she was like, when she let loose and she was, you know, in the shower and she was laughing, you could see that she was having a good time. Like that Leanne is amazing. And I'd love to hang out with that Leanne, but it's just like, well, why, why is it so hard to, to get to that person? Look, To be honest, I think she just needs to let it go. Like just let go and have fun. I think she holds herself back so much that she doesn't want to act have that fun she wants to keep that anger there for some reason yeah um, I don't I don't know why like I said I'm not a, I'm no psychologist but like fuck mate just have fun with the girls you're have in Mexico a laugh. and like Kerry said it could have been so different they could have been because she's basically saying that she's lonely and she feels abandoned and you know like abandonment issues run deep like I get it but I mean she's the one that rejected Cam, Cam, um, not Cameron, Carrie and staying in the room. She's the one that, you know, takes these lonely walks along the beach. She's the one, like Stephanie said, that pushes people away. And when they yeah. don't run after her, she gets offended, you know, then she can be like, oh, well, you've all abandoned me. It's like, well, no, you're pushing no, you're us not. away and we're grown women. So we're not going to chase you down the beach saying, ah, Leanne, love me. And I, Speaking of Cameron, because you did like say her name instead of yes, Stephanie's, yes. but I really enjoyed her this episode. I love her. I'm like I'm like a changed woman. I've just decided that yeah. she's the best. <laughs> I just think, like I just thought she was this like pretentious rich mole yeah. walking around. <laughs> but like after this episode, like that prank, like so good. It was a prank, but fuck, it was funny. Like, I'm gonna do that to you flower in the head so it was really clever and it was funny and, and I the girls think- all loved it like I was so happy like Carrie was like so shocked and then she just started pissing herself laughing I was like oh that's good because yeah. if that was me I'd be like I don't know if I'd be annoyed or if I'd be able to laugh about it I guess if you're on holiday who gives a shit 
But yeah, I was just like, oh, that's so fucking good. And you know, she last week she peed in the in the bushes. I'm like, all right, this is a camera I can get on board with. I think I think when she's like, because I don't know if you've noticed in episodes when she's with Leanne, and I think she does feel a bond with Leanne, and she kind of feels like she needs to stay with her almost to look after her, like yeah. that it's like connected somehow and once she's away from Leanne she's a completely different person and then when she goes back to Leanne even in a group setting she goes quiet again yeah yeah take her away that like put her with Brandy and they had fun and you know they sorted their issues issues out and put her with Stephanie and they have a laugh like they had a bit of a bicker and um, you know, had a bit of a little fight and then they sorted, sorted it out. out. Yeah. But I feel like when Leanne's put in that situation, it's like Leanne needs to draw in Cameron and make her angry as well. Like, Yeah. I think because if, they only had each other to lean on like the first season or second season when they came together. And so I think even though Cam is open to bonding with the women, Leanne still hasn't made that transition yet and and Cam doesn't want to sort of make Leanne feel bad, but it is holding her back in some degree. Like I thought it was really nice in the sweat lodge when Cam like, you know, held Br- Br- Brandy's hand and like connected with her and I don't know. I think that I think she's a good gal and I've just haven't really been giving her a chance, but we're see we're definitely seeing more a more comfortable camera in this season. Yeah, definitely. I definitely um, agree with you with that. Like, I just feel like, as I was saying, like, Leanne's holding her back. Yeah, I agree. But I do love Leanne and I never want her to not be on my TV. (laughs) Yeah. And where do I buy this pink dog food anyway? Sparkle dog food. (laughs) I was just... (laughs) No, look, you don't want to buy it. I care about Indy and Birdie Beetle too much. Those are your dogs. Well, Bert, but I call him Birdie Beetle. Um, This dog food, the reason it's red is because it contains um, cranberries or some red berry and it makes some dogs shit their bowels out. So, look, I wouldn't be recommending it unless they've got a little constipation. Um, but you can definitely go to Cameron's Instagram and follow the link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I actually don't follow her on Instagram because I didn't like her last season. Yeah, you like, have to follow I, her. I do just to look at her yeah. skin alone. I'm just mesmerized by her face. Honestly, and she's... I really like her kids. Her kids are hilarious. Oh no, no, I... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she... <laughs> She's so weird with her kids and her tiny husband. It's it's just she's just a caricature of herself, and I love it. Um, last thing I wanted to cover before we before I move on and do a little bit of um, OC on my lonesome because you don't watch it, and girl, get on that oh shit. Um, I know. Honestly, like how many seasons is there now? Like 10, 11, 13, 14. <laughs> We're in yeah. fourteen. It's look. You know it's, I like wasting my weekends away for Real Housewives, but fourteen seasons of it, I don't think I could do it. You could probably skip the last five, but you've got to get back on board, even just to understand my podcast better. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you? Oh, thanks, babe. Like, as long as you tell me when your period is, then. <laughs> Do you know what? I might actually start watching OC. Girl, I think you will be able to tell by my moods. I am like murderous when I am on floating, what is it? Trap floating the crimson wave. <laughs> I used to paints and decorators are in. I don't even know if that thing anymore. Gross. I haven't heard that. <laughs> so bad. First and last in a year, and I think. Oh, my goodness. No, it's so good. I love it. Um, Yeah, but the sweat lodge, like, I mean, I cannot – I was, like, good on Deandra jumping in there with the hangover to end all hangovers. Like, last night she was, you know, tits over ass, spanks to the ceiling, um, ass on show, trying to seduce Stephanie, and now 
she's sitting in a goddamn sweat lodge. Can you think of anything worse than being no. hot when you're hungover like that? I mean. No. I like, she did say she wanted to jump in the ocean. I was like, yes, That's girl, the cure. That's the cure. Do it. Jump in the ocean. Like, swim for your life. I Just can't believe like, she didn't vomit. I would. I really felt for her. That's so bad. Oh, no, no. I just, uh, that's honestly my worst nightmare being, I mean, I can't think of anything worse than being in a sweat lodge anyway. I don't do hot. I hate being sweaty. I hate steam rooms. Look, it seems like a very emotionally cleansing experience, but it, it, but I, I just, I think I would have just lay in the nice cool ocean and just let it take me at that stage. (laughs) Can I just like bring something up and maybe um, your listeners might be able to help us out Hmm. with like the answer to my question. What is behind the eye patch? Oh, I think I want to. I don't know. Um, but I heard. But I want to. I've heard another <laughs> pod. Well, wasn't it? Didn't he used to not wear it all the time? Like, am exactly. I creating so, that memory? He didn't wear it at all, and then last season it just appeared, and it was, and it was like. And then there was like no, there was like a brief mention on it, and then we kind of ignored it. And I thought, oh, maybe it was temporary. There was like, maybe he had like herpes of the eye or is that conjunctivitis. A <laughs> I mean, I had, he, I've had conjunctivitis. I didn't lose an eyeball. Uh, well, this, I like, it's been beating my brain. Yeah. So anyone out there, yeah, help me. DM me at, um, at reality TV and me, send me a direct message. If you know the answer to what lies beneath the eye patch, but I, I, I apparently wanted, it's pretty gnarly. I know. I heard on another podcast that it ain't good, whatever is beneath there. Look, if anyone out there even has a picture or something, I like that gnarly stuff. Bring it on. (laughs) To me, I need to know what is behind that eye patch. And I'm sorry, but if I'm having sex with someone like that with an eye patch, it'd be the first thing that I'd want to unveil before his underwear I don't know (laughs) oh my god honestly the intrigue but I don't think I think you would regret it very quickly like I think it's I don't think it's good (laughs) I'm like I'm like picturing um the alien from alien like ripping out of the stomach like coming out of the eye hole like hello man and I want to know the hands attraction to it like there's obviously something stop like she tongues it or something when they're making sweet love stop that's Sorry. just you making brought it up <laughs> I, I just want to know what's behind the eye patch i don't want to lick it or anything i didn't i don't know i don't know what you're into girl <laughs> i thought we were best friends <laughs> not until i have your period on my my period yeah. tracker app <laughs> i didn't even put my own period in there it's so erratic well I don't get one so I couldn't even tell you oh okay you're pregnant are you in menopause as well with Leanne yeah yeah I'm a 13 year old going through menopause (laughs) on that note god it's been such a pleasure talking to you thank you for joining me I think I am completely delusional and it's been really fun it has I'll have to have you out but except I'm drinking this bottle of wine without you which is really disappointing (laughs) and I am uh drinking down painkiller after painkiller and icing my my weary bones so it's less of a party over here (laughs) but glad you're having fun (laughs) that's going to send me straight to sleep so (laughs) amazing well I'm going to get into some Real Housewives of OC and I will talk to you soon do you want our listeners to know your Instagram and follow you if that's your theme sure um if you want to listen to my bullshit and um (laughs) what I've got to say it's um mim.may07 I think if 
it, if it's wrong, guys, I'm sorry. I'm halfway <laughs> through my bottle of wine and I can't remember what my Instagram is, but I'm sure you can DM Kirsty and you can she find will... it through my friends as well. I'm the really pretty one that's going through menopause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be able to find you then, won't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Okay, my little love bugs, let's get into a bit of OC. Um, now, this was an episode for the ages. <laughs> it was wild. Um, we had uh, tits uh, galore, I would love to say, bouncing around in all their glory, but uh, rock hard as always. We've come to expect this of Tamara, but, um, you know, we learned that about we learnt uh, more than our fair share about a Bronwyn's uh, babies in this week's episode. I mean, I am overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, when, when, when did it become uh, okay to squeeze milk out of someone's breasticles on Bravo? I'm, you can hear the way that I'm speaking. I'm literally shocked. I was already completely disturbed that she's been breastfeeding for 19 years, which apparently Kelly finds um, beautiful. Look, you do you, Bronwyn, but she got a tit out at the dining table. Like, oh, is it time for, for the coffee to wrap up the meal? Have it, have it, do you want to drop a, do you want to drop a milk with that? It was bizarre. I can't be the only person that feels that way. Um, it was a lot. But somehow she took it even further. And, um, well, actually, in my humble opinion, this isn't further. But while she's nuding it up in the pool with the ladies, she admits that once every, what, five years she'll have a three-way with her hubby. She's apparently not into it, um, but her husband loves it and it's why their relationship has been so good. They've been together since they were 20, whatever. I, like, you do you. Sexual freedom, I mean, honestly, what's a, what's a threesome among friends? Um, but the women's reaction, like, these girls are perudes. I mean, not that everyone needs to be having a three-way left, right and centre um, of a Saturday Eve, but I mean, as if Tamara hasn't had a freaking threesome with her ex. I mean, these girls must get up to some kind of depraved shit and I, I don't know. Three-way seems kind of, you know, if you've been together 20 years, it's the natural progression. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> Look, I haven't had the um, a relationship that long, so I haven't had the, the joy yet. But hopefully one day I will find my soulmate in which we can make a love triangle together at last. Um, that is a lot of information to get us started. I feel like, look, Bronwyn, I guess, really brought it this episode. Um, yeah, which I think we needed from her. It was, she's been sort of on the perimeter a little bit. She's growing on me. Um, maybe it's the first season jitters. I still haven't sort of fully accepted her into my heart, just as Vicky hasn't fully accepted that she's a friend of um, although Tamara, you can see for the first time really ever, Tamara is done with Vicky. Like she has never called Vicky out on her behavior. She used to like yell and fight and stuff, but you, but admittedly that's probably just for the cameras. This is the first time she's, Tamara is actually making sense when she tells Vicky about her behaviour, you know, saying that, I mean, like she's done it again and she denies doing it. I'm talking about Vicky now, um, saying, oh, well, you know, Kelly's not allowed at her daughter's school. And then we find out she's pulled this 
literally out of her ass. She heard somebody at the hair salon say to somebody else, blah, 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 it goes down the rumor mill. Um, like that is absolute freaking bullshit. And Tamara's over it. You know, she's been defending Vicky for all these years. It's just, it's not working for it anymore. Um, it's obviously not working for Vicky or she wouldn't be friend of. So I'm glad that Tamara stepped up finally, what, 14 seasons down the line and has said something. So Vicky doesn't get it. Um, she tries to make up with Kelly over dinner. They both cry. They hug it out. Vicky keeps saying, oh, I surrender, I surrender. But, I mean, it, it, the way she was saying it to me and, like, let me know if you felt the same way, but it was almost like she's implying that Kelly's the one that's been causing the problem. No. Kelly admitted, and she admits this, she lashes out and she goes to the jugular saying, you know, saying Vicky looks like a pig or whatever because she knows that hurts Vicky. But she has never said anything like uh, accused her of doing drugs, hurt her daughter, hurt her family. She hasn't done things like that that really destroy someone's life. Vicky has, like, really hurt Kelly and her daughter's lives. I mean, she doesn't get it. I just want to slap her on the head sideways and be like, Vicky, come on. What are you doing? She was funny, though, when she's, like, looking in the mirror and she's like, what procedure do I need now? And Tamara's just like, uh, sleep? (laughs) Oh, God. I'd be so pissed if I was Kelly that... My friends, in inverted commas, Shannon and Tamara, invited Vicky at all. Like, that's devastating um, with what they're all going through and dealing with. Like, I mean, how is that supposed to be a relaxing weekend at Miraval for Kelly? It's just that is literally just drama for the show. And, look, I appreciate it. Thank you. But if I was Kelly, I'd be very annoyed. I need a sip of coffee. Hold the phone. Okay. Um, Let's see. What else do I have? Look, is it weird or am I just approved that um, Kelly, in all her glory, more boobs bouncing around um, for the world to see? Look, Kelly is a gorgeous bod. She is just a fine wine, getting better with age. Look, her face is starting to get a little bit too solid and not moving enough for my liking but her body is fire um but is it weird that she called Jolie while she's rolling around nude in the tub that view though that was phenoms um I was super jealous that's the moment I was like oh maybe I would like to go there not with all these crazy ass bitches but yeah why not I'll pop in and have a stand in a pot and get my head donged on or whatever the process is there. Oh, while I'm on Kelly, I haven't mentioned this yet because I keep forgetting, but I am obsessed with Kelly's purple talking heads look. Um, That kind of, I don't know, that like shimmery, deep purple dress. I think she looks gorgeous. So I just wanted to make mention of that because... We keep ragging on Gina and her looks. Um, but, yeah, it, that sometimes it's nice to be positive, you guys. And, and I thought she looked really, really nice. Um, Emily is dead on when they're doing the cooking competition. And she's like, um, you probably shouldn't provide knives to a bunch of that shit crazy assholes. Like, truer words have never been spoken. That's the most sensible thing I've ever heard Emily say. I really, like, Emily's also growing on me, but she's trying way too hard with Tamara this episode. Um, Yeah, you know, being, like, all over her, squeezing her, you're going to love me. Like, it's a lot, girl. Tamara's loving it, though. Like, anyone, like, Tamara loves somebody that loves her. and. 
I mean, maybe Emily Note like can see that in her. So she's like, well, I'm just going to be all over you and obsessive. And Tamara's like, okay, let's do this, best friends. Ah. So I guess it's working for it. It was uncomfortable to watch. Um, but, hey, whatever gets her in the door, I'm here for because I hate seeing someone left out like this mean girl kind of bullshit, especially when she's not you know, really getting along with Gina um, as well as as they used to. And Gina's joined the Trace Amigas basically now. She's Baby Doll, which makes me so uncomfortable. Uh, baby, Where's Baby Doll? I don't like it. But look, I don't know. I just want everyone to be included. And if I, why can't we all just get along? <sighs> Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, speaking of when um, Kelly and Vicky were crying and making up, before that happened, we did have to admit that we, this must have been a flashback because I don't remember seeing this. Um, Kelly crushing the car and drawing Vicky's face, a.k.a. a pig, on the car before crushing it. Ooh, that was really dark. Like that made me so uncomfortable. And I think um, you can hold me to my word on this. I'm pretty sure once Vicky sees that footage, any healing the two of them have done is dead. How can – that is so bad. I mean, I think for the most part Kelly's right in all of this because Vicky just loves a scandal and she loves a rumour and she – can't get enough um but yeah this eye for an eye bullshit is really that's just not how you should handle yourself (laughs) it's like as grown women come on ladies get it together but also don't because I need it on my tv and if you're all just like sitting around having a tea party I would not be watching so look Andy Cohen knows what he's doing praise be Oh, my goodness. Where else am I going? Oh, Kelly was just, <laughs> she like, it was tough. But she, when she brings out the, like, her little sayings, I'm MC Hammond or I'm going to get my salad and going to toss it too. Don't, and, like, she's just talking to the, um, the poor uh, chef guy. He's like, she's like, don't get peanut butter and jealous on that. And he's just like, peanut butter, what? Alrighty then. And like quickly moves on because he has no fucking idea what she's talking about. Oh, Lord. Honestly, Kelly, I don't know. I can't imagine. I try and put myself in this situation. I'm like, would I laugh or would I? I think I would laugh like awkwardly because I love really odd, strange people. And she's just working so hard at being so unfunny that I think I think I would laugh because it's so awkward and uncomfortable and no one else is laughing. And I also think that I would find how awkward and uncomfortable it is hilarious. So, look, I'm appreciative that she's giving us um, her humoristic best effort. But I'm not, like, saying she needs to go and do some stand-up because it's not going to end well for her. (laughs) Oh, poor Kelly. Look, she's doing just fine. Um, So it was weird during the argument. I'm jumping around a little bit, but um, I'm just sort of getting – coming to memories and and things as I think of them. Um, When Vicky was, like – why would Jolie hate me in talking to Kelly about everything they've gone through? It's like facepalm. Are you kidding me? Why would Jolie hate you? Um, Maybe because she's getting abusive messages about her mum being a coke whore. Are you insane? Oh, Vicky. I sort of shake her. Uh, it's, it's all too much. Anywho, I think, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Next week, we get Shannon um, getting some kind of injection in her vagina, in her lady's pocket. Uh, What is that? 
they're like, oh, imagine all the orgasms you're going to get. Look, the pill has like chemically castrated me. So if there's some some kind of shot I can get into my vagine, um, I am here for it, ladies. So DM me, tell me what I can shoot up my cooch and we'll book it in. We also get another glimpse of Alexis Bellino, which, I mean, nobody needed ever, but okay, here for it. I didn't realize her and Emily are friends, um, so maybe you guys were on top of that. It just I wasn't on my radar. Is that how Emily became came on the show? I don't know. But that's it for OC this week. It was an epic episode. Um, I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, As always, please like and five star. Please submit a review. Um, It really just helps. And subscribe as well because, as you know, I'm erratic when I release these. But honestly, it helps bounce me up, bounce um, any of the podcasts you like up to the top so that people that don't even know I exist uh, get a chance to get their Bravo fill. So it really helps us out. I know you hear it on every show and I'm sorry to bleed your ears with this, but um, I want to be famous. I want to be a star. I want to be in movies. Sorry, Um, but just do it. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Have an awesome week. Talk to you soon. Bye.